With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mickey B, AFL Nation commentator, coach of the Werribee Footy Club uh, in the VFL. Hello, my friend. Sammy, I enjoyed that. That was um, like a high school debate. Really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm sure all the listeners did too, but good to speak to you again. Oh, mate, uh, I've missed you. How are you? Going well. No, life's good. Um, what are we, middle of December? And I think I'm a bit run down with the cold weather. So, well, how, how bad is this weather? How bad is this weather? <laughs> it's, it's borderline. I had a look, and I know we're not here to talk about the weather, but I've had a little sneak peek towards the weekend. My birthday on Sunday, Sam, 35, um, and the sun pops out, and I think we warm up next week. The VFL introducing a wild card round for 2023. Uh, explain to us how this is going to work before we get your thoughts on it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, wild card round. So the VFL, again, for those maybe not fully aware of what it looks like, it's uh, the, the comp now has 21 teams and it has, you know, the teams from from Queensland and Sydney um, involved. So, you know, Southport is a standalone entity in Queensland, Brisbane Lions, um, Gold Coast Reserves, and then GWS and um, Sydney Reserves as well. So it's more of the Eastern Seaboard competition, still referred to as the VFL, which came with a bit of critique. Um, mm. But, yeah, looking to looking to add the, the wild card round in um, the week before the finals officially commence, which will be kind of year seven, eight, nine, and 10 team in a, in a 21 team comp. So maybe a year too late, Sammy, as the Werribee Footy Club um, finished up in 10th <laughs> this season. I'm sorry, mate. Um, but hey, if you get there again next year, you know that you'll still be, uh, you know that you'll still be, you know that this time you'll be right in the mix. Um, what's been the response? From the VFL sides, Mick. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I, I often have the lens of a, of a standalone club. Like looking back at the season just gone, coming out of COVID, um, you know, twenty twenty one, we we had half a season, and this season we get a full season out. And the the finals make up of the VFL was, um, and credit to them, you know, the the Sydney Swans, um, Brisbane Lions, Southport, and the Gold Coast Suns all make finals in their first um, full season in the comp. Um, only one standalone side was able to make the finals this season in Southport. So looking at it through the lens um, of a standalone, and, and you know we have all sides have challenges. You know even the AFL aligned clubs sometimes with um, emergencies being held over for AFL games and and the like. But um, the, the challenges I think confronting standalone clubs in particular this year were were fairly strong um, in terms of a slashed salary cap and um, you know some restrictions on, on personnel you could pick um, based on age at, uh, at times throughout the year. So I think the, the wild card round and um, a, a lift in, in salary cap for, for standalone clubs and an adjustment to the under-22 rule. Um, so we're talking about the wild card round right now, but there has been some some firm adjustments um, for, from my point of view to, to just assist um, an uncompromising uncomfortable nature of, of standalone clubs being able to, to fully compete against um, you know, professional athletes on the on the weekly. Um, what do you think the benefits of the wild card round would be, Mick? Yeah, well, clearly would we'll, would make uh, gives that depth of of team 
um, more hope to, to prolong their season into September. If, if you know, you probably look at the the season this season, and um, as I said, our, our side would have made the wild card round uh, going into that last last game. There was a, a spattering of teams kind of around that kind of. I think it was about eighth to to thirteenth or fourteenth that that would have um, you know results going your way and and whatnot and, and performing yourself you, you you get an opportunity so um, twenty one team comp I think it, it makes a fair bit of sense to to extend and mm. and give a wild card round um, and you know the top six teams now it, it probably looks at the top six that really get the benefit of a of a week off um, off the wild cards. Go at it, and I'm sure, like commercially, there'll be opportunities as well um, for for those sides that make it in terms of you know, access to, to probably uh, broadcast Channel Seven games and whatnot. So um, yeah, just continually evolving this new league. If you were to crystal ball, say in 10, 20, 30 years, where do you think the VFL will be at, Mick? Oh, I've been having conversations about the draft age and. Um, as bodies harden, uh, as the game and, and the athletes in it get fitter, stronger, faster, uh, and maybe the gap between the established uh, bodies and then the, the kids coming through at 18, maybe 18 just won't be, uh, I suppose, ethically right. Um, it won't be the right thing to do to young underdeveloped bo- bodies that are still developing, bone density, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So maybe the draft age will grow up. Maybe the, they'll need to be uh, a more universal second-year competition. What, what, if you were to predict now where the VFL is going to be in 10, 20 years' time, where do you see it? Yeah, probably a couple of, couple of, couple of layers to the answer. I think from looking at the, the draft just gone, um, I can't tell you exactly how many players were picked, but... It, I'd, I'd suggest it was nearly a record low um, in terms of players' picks. So clubs are looking to, I suppose, invest kind of those, those extra year or two um, into the players they've already got by, you know, the re-rookie system, which um, I, I somewhat, well, not somewhat, I, I really do despise the, the ability of clubs just to drop players off and, and <laughs> then, um, you know, bring them back in via the rookie list. So there's, I think you look at the rookie draft, um, Sammy, I did the math on it a, a couple of weeks ago. In the last kind of three years, um, there's probably been anywhere between, I think it's 10 and 15 guys that have been re-rookied to their initial club or the club that they listed them um, at the end of the season and then re-rookied. And they bring them back in probably for a bit of safety or, or there is a bit of probably salary cap stuff and an understanding system and um, whatnot. But at the same time, the 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 career mortality 12 months later for those guys, I think is about kind of 70 or 80% or 90% that they're out the door within the 12 months or at the end of the next 12 months anyway. So um, it's probably a little, um, a longer way to answer your question that the clubs are probably looking at the moment at, at underdeveloped. Um, you know, the top end 18 year olds are always going to get in and deserve to get in. Um, and you see them come in and, and make immediate impacts. Nick Dacos, Matt Rowell, um, you know, off the top of my head, come in and uh, read the play at 18. Um, whereas the the rest, it's um, yeah, very much showing through the club's actions by by drafting less and and probably looking more so in particular to the to the um, to the hardened bodies and state league players or or recycled AFL players with mm. those um, rookie picks. Hey Mick, uh, love catching up with you. Uh, hope fatherhood's going well. It is, yeah. No, there was a couple of nights recently, Sam, and you'd, you'd probably, you and I have mm. uh, young young children that are exactly, well, babies, are nearly yep. exactly the same age. Yes. 
I'm, we're going through that phase at the moment that um, I think she's starting to realise that she can she can shift from the routine and the routine um, compromises mum and dad's life fairly significantly. Yes. So we're just battling through that yes. at the moment, mate. All is good, as they say. Um, Hang in there. It makes a tough day. and makes a tough day and, and a, a, a joy when you get home and, and you see the smiling face. Absolutely. Even if it is screaming. Yes, ab- is absolutely. Screaming. Uh, love your work, mate. We'll chat to you soon. Have a good Chrissy to you and yours. Good on you, Sammy. You too. Uh, Michael Barlow, AFL Nation, uh, seven footy as well. Werribee Football Club coach after the wildcard round implemented. Uh, a break, and when we come back, Gary Ayres on Afternoons SEN.